This episode of the Good and the Bad and the Geeky podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Audible.com, over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Welcome out to episode 149 of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. One more episode until 150. That is true. And, well, last week we thought yeah, yeah, it was yeah, 150. True. We thought it was 150. So, well, and that was my fault, because I have the one like, this is episode, da, 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 I think. But no, we're at episode we 149. Need one, we need, like, a day calendar where we rip off the ca- the number for every every time we, we do, do a podcast. We really do. And you know what? Good idea for the studio. Excellent. <laughs> or we'll get a board. I, was, I thought about this. We get a like a little, board. well, not chalkboard, the other kind. The dry erase. The dry erase board. Gotcha. And we, we can put topics we want to talk about. Yeah. And then we can also put, see? And we can put what Brainstorming ideas. Brainstorming ideas. Man, if we had a chalkboard or a dry erase board, we could write all this <laughs> stuff down. You are really into the chalkboard, though. I, I got to say. We could write all this stuff down. It'd be a lot easier to remember. I, I know, right? <laughs> so... But yeah, we're episode 149. Uh, next episode, episode 150, uh, we'll have a Jerome Wetzel TV segment, mm-hmm. uh, and we, that will start coming on more more often. Um, and uh, but we got a busy show. But first off, I'm Nick Nitro. Along with me, as always, I am John. Now we're missing the third wheel. That's right, Nathan. Nathan. Um, and I even suggested, I was like, if you want to, you can. We can do a DJ or word, DJ meet words and fun facts. You can pre-record it. And he's like, eh. yeah. I mean, he never, he, he rarely misses. Right. And I was right. like, you know what? It's okay, Nate. Yeah. It's okay. He's like, oh, okay, good, because I want to drive up. Right. One uh, time we told him it was okay, and I think he felt guilty for some reason. It's Nathan. I Who don't knows? know. Um. But we got we got a busy show, surprisingly. I know, but uh, we got a lot of stuff. And uh, and matter of fact, how I forgot to bring one of the things up that we're gonna do. But we'll, I guess we'll so we'll do that later. Okay. Because it's it's mailbag day. Oh. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that later. Okay. I also don't have the music queued up. I just remember. All right, that's fine. We'll you do that. We'll do it after the break. I have it written up. We'll do so it after would, the break. Yeah, we'll do there it after go. the break. But uh, okay. Uh, first thing. Would we have different colored markers on the dry erase board and like? If we wanted to, sure. Oh, a different marker do... for different topics. Maybe, you know, well, like I... like red marker would be for mailbag stuff. Sure. Blue marker for TV shows. There Gr- you go. Green for movies. We need to just get a giant one and put it right there, kind of like what writers have in writers' rooms and. You know what they they make dry roar, dry erase board paint that you can paint the wall. I don't think I I'm not do saying that, that you do it in your apartment. Yeah. But or my you mean my studio job? Uh, yes. Uh, Sorry. Studio, no, yeah. studio apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but, but it is pretty cool though. It, how much does it cost? 
Um, it's. I'm not sure how much you get. I think you get like a little can of it, like a uh, what would it be? A half gallon, maybe. It's not even a gallon of paint. Half gallon, and it, it comes with markers and special roller and stuff, and it's like so. It's like its own self-contained kit, yeah, including the paint, including the yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I'm sure you can buy more of it. Like they sell it to schools and things like that, and you know. I had never even heard of that before. It's pretty cool. Like, well, I'm going to throw this out there for me because we talked about it before the show. Okay. I found it right, matter of fact, at work right before we I came here. The words by post. It's yes. Scrabble. But if you have the Scrabble app, you can't play. You only play one person at a time. Uh-huh. And you can do the whole thing where you wait on the person. This is you can play multiple people at once. Mm-hmm. And, and after that, it then becomes the Scrabble app where I think you get 24 hours or the where you resign the game or you, mm-hmm. you renege. So that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty neat. Um, but now, when you say multiple games, okay, I understand. So, what like, you, you could I be thought you meant like Nathan, Wendy, and whoever else all at the same time, but not on the same board. No, not on the same board. Okay, that's what I thought. It's a one on one game. I okay. So See, I don't play like words with friends or anything like oh, I that. I don't either. I, okay. I don't because that's the thing. I well, first off, I suck at word games usually anyway. Yeah. But also with words, uh, that that game, I think you can only do one one player at a time. Okay, so I one think. game at a time. Okay, right. I don't know. That's, I don't play it, so well, I will. I, I will mouth. believe you. <laughs> well, thank you because I <laughs> barely believe myself on that one. Uh, but yeah, we actually we, we got a lot of cool stuff. Um, we'll talk about the off the map contest we're running, where Disney is allowing us to give away a free copy of the TV show Off the Map. Okay. And uh, now, and you'll have to pay attention to the website, but we're going to have clues on how you can win after the break, along with Mailbag Day. And if you've been following our Twitter feed, um, I've been going nuts about this lately. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about a little bit, but the GBG presents thing. Yeah, um, we've gone a few twi- twitters about what the heck is what is it and why is there another Twitter name GBG presents. Pretty much, when we're going to take a Christmas break, there's going to be a different set of, of podcasts. Since it's at Christmas, can we call it GBG presents? Sure, John. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we yeah, that's a good idea, isn't it? That's a good idea. When we run, you know what? I will remember that when we're running ads. I'm going to write this down so I don't forget it. GBG presents. Like in gifts. Because if not, I'm not going to get that. Like in gifts. For Christmas promos. Because, yeah. Christmas promos. But pretty much, uh, we have a few shows cooked up. We have, you and I are sort of, you're just sort of, opening it and closing it but i'm yeah. doing one it's sort of about my that's why i get that's another reason why i've not been talking about too much here i'm saving it for mm-hmm. another podcast um called the last supper uh about my tale with gastric bypass surgery and all that crap and then uh now i have no idea of what nathan's is about but okay. initially the good the bad and the geeky started from a podcast called the no name show yeah and it was started by me and nate and i said to all of us like if we all get a chance to do our own podcast we want you know you've politely decline cause, mm-hmm. but to be fair you'll be busy yes you know being a dad, i would assume you would be you're gonna be a dad. I, I'm, I'm not sure but oh yeah obviously I, I, all I, signs I, point to yes i have not happened have this happened yet so that's true which coincidentally two months from today is our technically our due date two months from today that's october 17th correct Ooh. coming down to the wire oh yeah 
So two months. So yeah. So John will be out of commission. Yeah. But normally every year during the, during the Christmas break, after mm-hmm. the Christmas show, we pretty much take off until February or March. Right. And I thought, well, let's still put content out there that mm-hmm. way. And pretty much GBG presents this podcast done by us or other people that in general will run around that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're popular, then we'll keep those particular podcasts going all year round or for longer time periods. But if not, it's just whenever we, we the show, ourselves are taking a break. And also, if you or if you want to produce a podcast, but you don't have the tools to do it, you mm-hmm. just have a phone, we yeah. have the equipment. You can pay us a little bit, show some, uh, throw some green our way, and we'll help you. We'll handle everything for you. So, right. But one of the things that uh, I, I got the idea the other day because I've one of my friends at work was talking about Futurama, and I love the show. And I started to realize, why aren't there that many podcasts on Futurama? So I mm-hmm. said, you know what? I'll make that part of the thing. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that many episodes. We don't have to commit hard. I don't have to commit to hardcore to it. All right. But uh, so I thought of some names uh, for the for the podcast. Now, John, yours was very humorous, but I thought it was a very <laughs> bit too much plain. Okay. Which was, uh, but granted, it's straightforward, and that's good. <laughs> We're marketing it. I, I, I wanted to make sure there was no confusion. Right. And the, the whole thing is I put a post on our Facebook page, which you can check out the Twitter feed or whatever, <laughs> or check us out at uh, facebook.com forward slash GBG podcast. But a, a few a few posts down, you'll see the, the poll. Uh-huh. If we produced a new Futurama-based podcast, what would you think would be the better title of the podcast? Vote. Now, John's suggestion before it came to the poll. Well, you had some suggestions. Well, I had some suggestions. Yeah. But yeah, I before the poll, I threw it out on my normal Facebook account just to test the waters, and a lot of people commented. Yeah. Even yours, and yours was just call it the Futurama podcast. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's maybe a little bit too straightforward. And so I thought, okay. I wouldn't be confused about it. No, I, well, I, to be fair, I wouldn't either. But uh, some of the other podcast titles that, I, that we had, some of them, the, the first three I heard from work, which was the World of Tomorrow podcast, uh-huh. Welcome to Robot Hell podcast. Now, those were the two I thought up of. Okay. But even I was like, eh, they're not, they're not they, don't have, they don't have the juice. Yeah. Someone at work came up with the Good News Everyone podcast, and I like that, but, I, but again, they all sound <laughs> That's good. That's the only one I get, because I don't, I don't really watch the show. Right. Unfortunately, I've I mean I've seen it before. Yeah, but you honestly. don't watch you don't you haven't seen every episode. Yeah, no. And then the last one, which is if we were to do like a Family Guy podcast, I'd be all up in that. But. See, there you go. Well, then the last one is called, and this was suggested by someone on my Facebook page, and I was like, you know, and a lot of people were like like that a lot, and so I was yeah. like, uh oh, I think I might need this to add is that one to the that, poll. Russell, 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 yeah. yeah, and that is the All Glory to the Hypnotoad podcast, and that's cool. I personally, it's not my favorite, but I, I want to make this something that everyone will, will be interested to. And uh-huh. thing is, a lot of people started catching up with the good news, everyone, which I was surprised yeah. with. So, yeah. uh, for all those out there, if you want to tip, the I like that over, one just because you can say that you can do the voice when you say what the podcast is. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm I'll play it right now for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can pull it up, or I'll play it, I'll play it for you, John. Okay. You know, because I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone out there listening. But I already have the, the promo, the beginning opened. Okay. I have it done because okay. I got so excited about doing it, <laughs> and I mixed together some some cool openings and stuff. Yeah. So that's done. All we just need is the title of the show, and yeah. once we get that, then we can start recording, get people to want to do it. Because my goal with it is to have someone who's never seen Futurama before and get their opinion on the episodes with people who have seen it. Okay. And go and preferably have it be a girl. 
Oh yeah, dangerous right here. That's right. If you if you're a girl and you sort of were interested in Futurama, but you want but you would like to see more of it, uh-huh. uh, you know, please write goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or Facebook us or somehow get my fucking attention, <laughs> and I will we you will be on uh-huh. the podcast. I'm putting it out there. Um, and we'll work out how we'll get you on there. I mean, we'll take you by phone, even if that's the case. Hopefully not. We'll have some other stuff. But anyway, uh, so that's so GBG podcast or Facebook.com forward slash GBG podcast. Um, vote on the poll um, because yeah, last night before I went to bed, all glory to the hypnoto was like crushing everything. And mm-hmm. then like when I woke up this morning, like ten people voted for good news, everyone. Mm. And I'm like, oh man, that's it's becoming a close race. So if you interested in good news, everyone, tip the scale. All right. Now, we're really late on this, but I think we're all sort of happy we are. The Emmy picks. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we do this. We're not late off. Well. They haven't happened yet. That's true. We usually do the (laughs) Emmy picks the week of that they are announced. Oh, yeah. So in that regard, we're late. But at the same time, usually on the show, we take an entire episode. And usually from our previous experience for the past (laughs) two years with Nathan, it is the worst thing ever. Yes. Because... We've That's been, why we're going to talk about them when they're not, not here. here. Well, no, I. But Nathan, but Nathan is open about this. He's he doesn't watch. I mean, you pay yeah. attention more to that stuff, even though you don't watch anything right. as much as me. Right. Like I watch almost every show on there. Like you've probably seen barely any of them, but you know, right. like that and your wife is badass at the Emmys yeah. too. I've yeah. found out. So John's a dangerous weapon <laughs> during, during Oscar and Emmy bets. Nathan, on the other hand, is just like I don't know. I don't like doing this. As a matter of fact, let's listen to our last Oscar episode. It, it's sort of painful. Yeah. And then I realized, you know what? Maybe it is painful. Let's not do it through the whole episode. Now, the Oscars, they have an Oscar app, which you pointed out to me last year. Yeah. And I think they're going to keep doing it this year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And so we can all download it, share apps, and we can also share it with you, our listeners. Yeah. Fu- and our picks, yeah. Yeah. And so that's one we're going to do this they year. with the Emmy app, do they? It's a lot. You can watch it live streaming, but that's it. They're, that's it. You yeah. Can't, which you can't Emmys your... get your ass in fucking gear. How's it? The Oscars is mm-hmm. out apping you. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of Futurama, though, they had a funny joke on the show, which is, uh, oh, man, I'm hungry. I don't know which restaurant. What restaurants are nearby? <laughs> well, let me. Ch- I have an app for that. What is it? It's called the window, and they just look outside, and there's everything they need <laughs> there to see. There you go. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're just going to go over through some of the Emmys. And by the way, on the website, by the time the podcast goes up, it will be out. There'll be a PDF checklist where you can see what we chose, mm-hmm. but also that you can choose so you can play along at home with mm-hmm. us. Now, let's be honest. We're not going to give you. You know what? No. If you beat us, if you beat all three of us in the Emmy picks that we put up, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm, I'm making it up right now as I go. We have in our prize pack three DVDs. We have Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. We have Indiana Jones and the Crystal of the Kingdom Skulls. And we have Hot Fuzz Special Edition. Now, these are all normal DVD, no Blu-ray or anything like that. So, sadly, we're not that cool. I suggest Hot Fuzz. I, I do as well. <laughs> um, I love that movie. I, it's a great fucking movie. <laughs> Um, but if you happen to crush us, and you have to beat all three of us, then congratulations, you can get one of those prizes. But you got to submit it in, or or somehow make draw it to your attention mm-hmm. and show us proof that you didn't cheat. Yeah. Which I, I, again, this will all be worked out by the, on the website by the time this episode is probably posted. But there it is. There you go. Um, but here are some of the Emmy picks that that um, the ones I thought was interesting. Now every year. John knows this because he always picks it, and it's always right. Outstanding drama, <laughs> Mad Men. 
<laughs> and the only reason I, I have reason why. No, well, your your wife watches the show, doesn't she? Yeah, but okay. and but I I I did my own kind of research on these Ooh. things also. I did ask her see, opinion on John. Like, does, two yeah, of see them. Nathan, if you're if you would ever go back in time and listen to anything that we uh, do, see what John's doing. It's called research. <laughs> anyway, continue. Well, Mad Men won last year. And won the year before that. And won the year before that. And won the year before that. Yeah. And now this year, Breaking Bad isn't even nominated. Right. And the two shows that have a big possibility of winning, mm-hmm. which are Game of Thrones and Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Those could be the spoilers. They are in their they've only had one season, so I could I could see that they might not be as 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 seasoned as that show as Mad Men. As, as Mad Men. Right. And but just because it has such a big buzz and all that stuff. But that's right. my reason. Now, here's the thing though. Nathan, Granted, I haven't seen Grant Game of Thrones or Boardwalk Empire, so Right. You know. Well, I remember I tried to get that one episode where they're just the whores are fucking or whatever because I was like, wow, there's just so much sex yeah. and like I mean, oh, wait, I did see the one show, the yeah, one episode. Yeah, it was which yeah. It was okay. Yeah. You had no idea what was going on, but that's yeah. okay. You don't need to know what's going on when there's tits everywhere. <laughs> um yeah, it, we never got to that. That was the whole thing. Yeah, there was some, I don't even really remember it. It was uh, the dwarf was fighting or had the knife fight the yeah. guy, and they were in the clouds. And there was a big right. hole in the, the yeah. floor, and they fell through. And, and the guy just brutally murdered the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Blood and tits. Oh, yeah, in a Lord of the Rings setting. No, seriously. <laughs> it is a Lord of the Rings setting. But honestly, I, that sort of that might sound like I'm cheapening it, but no, literally mm-hmm. when you're watching, you're like, well, I, I know why it's on HBO, but man, yeah. this is a good show. Anyway, yeah. Nathan chose Mad Men. Okay. This is why I'm thinking, like, Dude looked up some stuff. Maybe he looked it up. He, he maybe did some research, but maybe our th- general consensus is he probably didn't. Yeah, because um, some of the other picks I don't know. Yeah. Don't now know. I chose Game of Thrones, and I, that's because I generally think it's one of the best uh-huh. shows there. And I'm starting to watch Mad Men. I still don't get what the big deal about the show yeah. is. It's okay, but mm-hmm. you're right. It always wins. I guess this last season was. I mean, all, I guess all the seasons have been pretty good, but I've heard that this last season was, like, there was a lot more development, like, it, with specific characters, and, yeah. you know, some characters well, you're realizing are are completely different than what you thought, and, all, you know, yeah. episodes devoted directly well, to I'm, characters. I don't know. If, I would be on season two right now if, I, if it wasn't for Doctor Who. I'm now obsessed with Doctor Who. Yeah. Add that to my fandom. Oh, it's such a good show. <laughs> Um, but Game of Thrones, and then uh, what was the other one I thought was interesting? Uh, um, now, none of us chose who I think is the one who's actually going to win. Yeah. But I was taking the chance anyway. You chose John Slattery, and Nathan did too for Mad Men, which mm-hmm. he's—I think he's won before. I who too. else? And, but uh, the outstanding nominated. supporting actor in a drama was Peter Dinklage. From Game of Thrones, he's the midget. I, well, dwarf, sorry. Josh Charles from The Good Wife, Alan Cumming from The Good Wife, Walton Goggins from Justified, and John Slattery from Admin. Now, I think he won last year, and I, I'm probably wrong because, again, I didn't research on it. I'm just pulling it from Who? me, but Alan Cumming. Where I thought he or he was Wiley, or that he won the Golden Globe. I don't know. And so, Alan Cumming, I, I think, is the one who's going to win it. Yeah, but I chose Dinklage anyway because I remember every episode he was in. I'm like, if he doesn't get nominated, at least I'm gonna uh-huh. be pissed. And being that he's nominated, I'm swinging. I'm swinging mm-hmm. for the fences. And John Slatter, though, I think he's won before for that too. Okay, I think. So I mean, that makes sense on why you need. Did the dude it. from Breaking Bad win last year? Maybe. 
Or no, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe of the Golden Globe or something then. I remember okay. Alan Cumming won for The Good Wife and something. Okay. But yo, yeah, oh, I, I do not like that show. Breaking Bad. Um, My mom and dad love that show. I well, I, I love I, it. It was I was okay with it until like the third episode in the first season where they mm -hmm. dissolve a body in the bathtub with acid, yeah. and then it breaks through the it breaks through the tub and then just goes down to the floor and they have to clean it up and like the whole converse the whole show episode is them cleaning it up around it. Uh -huh. and I uh. I for someone who watches a t TNA and blood on Game of Lord of the Rings Game of Thrones that was disgusting <laughs> to me. I I don't know why, but because I don't mind the cast also. Hardcore drugs doesn't appeal to me. So mm -hmm. when they were showing like the one Jesse, mm -hmm. he's a hair my mom, addict. My mom and dad, what he actually, my dad really loves the show. Mm -hmm. And there's not very many shows my dad gets into. And yeah, just because, like, he'll make it a point to watch it every week. Does your dad? Did your dad love Men of, Men of a Certain Age as well? Yeah, he did, and he's Upset. But he did. Uh, he's like, yeah, this last season wasn't that great. Okay, but he still likes the show. Um, about Breaking Bad, he he likes it because you you kind of think about if you were in that situation, what would you do? Mm -hmm. And he likes those type of shows where it kind of makes you think about that type of stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. But um, outstanding actress in a comedy series. We all chose something different, which was I bet Teeny Teeny Teeny, teeny Faye will win. Um, but. You chose oh, Laura Lenny. Sorry. Melissa Comedy, Ma my bad. No, you're kind. You're fine, man. Melissa McCarthy, Mike and Molly, that's Nathan. And then I chose Martha Plumpton. Mm -hmm. um, and the only one we all agreed on, which I thought was sort of Although, I, I'm wondering if Amy Poehler's going to win that. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> and just screw us all up. I know. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. The one that's going to really fuck us is outstanding supporting actor in a comedy because it's anyone all from three of us family. All got, yeah. And then John Cryer and the gay kid from Glee. Yeah. And that that's it. And then, uh, and then I mean, yeah, it's just bizarre. And then... We all picked somebody different for supporting actress in a comedy, didn't we? Uh, supporting actress in a comedy. Uh, no. You and I chose... Uh, or no, y you chose Betty White. Okay. And, oh, that's right. You and, and, and me Nate and Nathan picked. chose uh, okay. Okay. Julie Bowen. Uh, the one that I think that you and I were were on was oh wait a minute it was one of them amazing race yeah amazing race because that always wins yeah. every year although and... top chef won last year oh wait a minute. it did win last year yeah i thought amazing race won no top chef won last year i take that back see this yeah. is what happens if you actually research it people unlike That's, me see, and i i was and debating to did. go back and forth i was debating on between top chef and amazing race because one person i read said that once once the academy goes to another show, mm -hmm. it's hard for them to go back to the other show. Yeah, you know. But no, that's true. I mean, even though Fraser used so to be I nominated figured, yeah. every year, and then once it stopped getting noms, it never yeah. got went back. Yeah. But I mean, I thought those were were pretty. Oh, you and me agreed on outstanding supporting actress in a drama. Juliana Marley. Uh, no. Or no, that, she that was that. No, that's the main actress. No, that was the girl from Justified, Margot Martindale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I did watch some of the... I watched the finale of that, and, I mean, from what I saw, that girl was... I mean, she was pretty good. Mm -hmm. She was just so... I mean, yeah. Um, and then... Al, now, and now, the thing is, Nathan chose uh, Archie Panjabi from... The, I hope I pronounced it right, from The Good Wife. 
She won last year. She won last year. So, mm-hmm. I yeah. So Nathan made that, the call. That that um. I think you and I are probably wishful thinking on that one. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's the one because that, a lot of the buzz is going for her. Margot. That's the one that I asked Amanda's kind of opinion. Opinion. Now, does Amanda watch the killing on or not the killing the the justified? No, but she said she'd heard a lot of things about that. But she said that's the category that. Like if some one show hasn't won, you know, in this category, yeah. they might give it to that one just because just just for you know. Oh, and me and Nathan also went, went against you for John Ham with House because yeah, a lot of people are thinking if if it's not this year, it's going to be next year. Now Steve Carell, I think you and I also agreed on Steve Carell. And Nathan, last year. Nathan didn't choose that. I don't think. I don't think John Parsons is going to or Jim Parsons is going to win two years I, in a row. Yeah, I don't either. Now, even though I, I really like him. Yeah, and Mad Props. Okay, I watched the show and I liked it, but Mad Props to Matt LeBlanc, everybody. Yeah. So those are some of the Emmy picks. We'll post the full list of what we all have, and then you can vote. And again, if you win, you win one a prize from our DVD pack. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, and I think we well you and I were talking about this before that we started the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got syndicated, sort of. Uh, we're an alternate program, meaning like every other Tuesday, uh, our ep- newest episode will be aired if the normal program isn't isn't up for airing, and that would be on the uh, internet uh, talk superstation, the cockroach uh, talk superstation. Excuse me. dot com. Um, Tuesday nights at midnight, Eastern Standard Time. So for all of those listening from that uh, and giving us a shot or enjoying the show, thank you very much. Um, we hope we're not too annoying. Um, or Nate's not here, so it Nate's should be not, okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay, um, <laughs> we hope. Uh, well, we don't have our punching bag, if anything. That's true. So it's a little sad. We're, we're sad, Nathan. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this. No one's going to listen to it podcast where the two people agree on most stuff that's right nathan nathan always adds the wedge so if you go back if you go to gbgpodcast.com new yeah. listeners you can listen to us disagreeing with nate yes which is over or the, nate disagreeing with us yeah over the silliest stuff too yes like that, uh that you can't that you die when you go on anesthesia i was about to bring yeah you die on anesthesia <laughs> and uh he thinks that in, in the spielberg remake no matter what you think about it he agree he thinks that Tom Cruise killed all the aliens in War of the Worlds by destroying the mothership with a grenade. Now, even though they clearly say they all die from disease. Uh-huh. Anyway. And he thought Thor was a horrible movie. He thought Thor, which, come on, it wasn't that bad. Even if you didn't like it, it wasn't right. that bad. And Now, granted, I loved it. I thought, I it, was thought it was great. I thought it was great. <laughs> See, we agree, and it's, See? It's, it, that's not interesting at all. No, uh, yeah, sure. So, okay, <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much uh, all we got for the first half of the episode. We're going to... Do you have anything else you want to add before we take a break? Nope. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll get back. We'll have details on the off-the-map contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, mailbag day, which uh, we don't we don't have a lot of mail, but we got an interesting discussion from it. Okay. And then uh, we'll, we got some other stuff, too, so stick around. We'll be right back. Well, I'm writing you a letter now Cause I forgot my lips And I'm wanting you to understand How little I don't miss Cause my shoes are worn just like your eyes So tired cause of me And I don't trust you any more than you believe me Well, I've been blinding you with science I've been falling at your feet 
by dan brown there's a few new ones i wouldn't mind having either i'm busy a lot of the time too yeah that's why i listen to audiobooks on my ipod touch it uh helps me stay in touch with the books i want to read and allow me to you know fit in between the rest of my responsibilities that's why for some of you listening to the good the bad and the geeky podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service i was able to sign up and get a free copy of one of my favorite books catch me if you can hey do they have a horton here's a who let me check Yes, they do. So if you'd like to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. What's that again for the free audiobook? Again, that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky for your free audiobook. Wake up. Go to work. Work. Come home. Eat dinner. Rot your brain out. Go to bed. Lather. Rinse. Repeat. Are you tired of an old humdrum life? Tired of things that just weigh you down and depress you? Wouldn't you rather just focus on things that are awesome? Tune into Nutty Bites. Find out what's awesome. Nutty Bites. Nimlas.org slash blog. Standing in soft light, the winds rise to tempt me with your scent. I wanted to resist your sweetness, flower charm, gentle loveliness. But as my heart beats, you speak. And that just did the rest And butterflies commence ooh, ooh, ooh. Like the brilliant stars in the sky ooh, ooh, ooh. It's the fire that makes them shine Christina, you're true man I've been searching for
diamonds, tropical islands, and beauty dazzle the eye. With my mind silenced, I couldn't buy this, especially when it comes to life. So as planets turn, all of my love burns for a heart with silver lining. And there you are again. Like the brilliant stars in the sky. It's the inner fire that makes them bright. Yay. Um, okay, for those who are interested in the Off the Map contest, go to gbgpodcast.com, and there's a little quiz you can take. And if you're the winner, um, and so I think it's chosen randomly, but again, all the details will be on the website. You get the full series of Off the Map, the ABC show produced by Sandra Rhymes, which I watched, and I, again, when I reviewed it, I thought it was very interesting, and it has tons of really cool extras. So if you love the show join the contest get a chance to win the dvd um and big thanks again for the people at disney for allowing us to offer that to our fans um if you're listening to this way in the future sorry you missed the contest um but uh, and if you do win uh we'll try to announce you on the sorry you're fine we'll try to announce you on the show um okay it's a very special time on the show one that's very near and dear to our hearts and that <laughs> time is i wonder what do you know what day it is john I, okay i can't do that that's fucking retarded just <laughs> i'll tell you what day it is everybody All right. I love it. Uh, see, you know what? It really is fun, but like, I, I just can't set that up anymore like that. Like, I just got to go, yes, everybody, it's mailbag. It's that time. It's that day again, and then mm-hmm. just play it. Uh, we, got, we didn't get a lot of emails, um, but uh, Mailbag Day is a portion of the show for those new listeners uh, where we answer your tweets, emails, or voicemails. Uh, we don't get a lot of voicemails, but we get some emails, and we get some tweets. And uh, our first email is... Uh, from Drew and it says hey Nate so you think you're more athletic than other people you're a pinnacle of athletic athletic prowess and that's to Nate of course Nate's not here to address that mm-hmm. um, but yeah I I mean yeah I, I I we don't think Nathan I would say is that right I mean he's a very athletic guy yeah but I I wouldn't say he's more athletic than other people because I don't know other people each person is different. Mm-hmm. Nate's always been pretty athletic, though. He is. I mean, I, him and I have been oh, yeah. friends a long time, and I remember going over and, yeah, we'd play 
baseball or throw a football around. And tennis. Tennis, exactly. Um, him and I played t-ball and little league and coach pitch um baseball together and he could always throw the ball the fastest i remember he was a pitcher um but he's just tall and lanky and he can get up a lot of speed when he uh, throws a ball but he's uh i don't know he's probably athletic more athletic than some people yeah i would say that okay um hmm interesting mm-hmm. oh, okay now, this next one is, is directed at me, and this is from Jay, and his subject line says, Scar is gay, question mark, exclamation point, over and over and over again. What? He said, Scar is gay. Scar is gay. Okay. And he's saying it like, what? Mm-hmm. And then his message body says, what the fuck is your damage? I'm just telling you what i was told when i was growing up mm-hmm. which was from other kids who were i thought more in the know than me which you know that's a lot yeah uh which is they told me it was based after hamlet yeah and that 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 scar was projected as gay and i remember that was a thing where everyone like it was a big thing that the studio was afraid that people thought scar was gay and so they took some things out or and that's why in the sequel they gave him a son and a wife that you never saw in the mm-hmm. first movie um, but I, that's just me. I, I don't like that Scar. I don't like the opinion that Scar is gay. I want to clarify that up, throw that out there. But sorry, Jay, that you were offended that, that or not offended, but you, you thought I was wrong. I, I don't think I was 100% right in that, but I remember being told that a lot or that, or, you know, they the media making a big deal that Scar might be gay. So Here, all you got to do is just, just Google is Scar gay, and there's a lot of... You know, discussion about On it. Yahoo Answers and everything, probably, right? Mm-hmm. So, see, I mean, yeah, as John said, just Google it. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm not... What, what, John? This one, it just says, You know, come to think of it, he just might have been. <laughs> he dyed his fur black. He wore green contacts. His voice reminds you of a drag queen. The way he shook his butt in the song, Be Prepared. <laughs> And he used his nails to throw Mufasa off the cliff. <laughs> wow. That's a little, uh, wow. I don't know. I literally do not know what to say to that. Um, but yeah, so there's tons of info out there. You know, go out there, you know, do what you got to do and find the information. But it's out there. John mm-hmm. is proven it. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's, there's plenty of discussion about it. So out there, but Nate or Nate Nick saying that I don't agree with isn't it. the first person. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's to what I've been that. told and that's what I've heard, and I don't agree with it. But there it is. Right. Um, this next one is from Rocket, and uh, this is regarding fun facts. And he goes, "Found the words and fun facts last episode. Actually enjoyable. I had to say this: DJ Meat is not a pussy, but to wit, he hates to talk on a podcast. Doesn't that make him, in fact, upon reproach, a pussy?" <laughs> well, Rocket. Yes, and since he's not here to defend himself, yes, times infinity. Um, <laughs> I agree. Nate I, is a pussy. Yeah. We have arguments about this when the show's over, too, which is, Nathan, it's a show where you talk, you have to talk. Uh-huh. I don't want to talk about that. Well, then, talk about how you don't want to talk about it. I do, but then it gets old, because I don't want to talk about not talking about it. Well, Nathan, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> Get a better argument than that. Yeah. Sure. Because at some point, we will eventually move on. So that was all our emails. Again, not a lot, but uh-huh. uh, now, 
what we're talking about a little bit ago, um, or what we started a big brouhaha on Twitter, I did, which was the day of the Norway attacks, where there was a terrorist attack in Norway. I looked on my Twitter feed and I saw Amy Winehouse trending and I saw Norway. Now, honestly, because the news is so, and it's not corrupt. Well, no, it's a little corrupt, mm-hmm. but it's just full of negative stuff. There's never anything good. And I, I was even taught that in broadcasting school. If there's someone dying or dead, show that, then the story about something uplifting. Always go for that. Never, that's a, that, if they show that, that means there's literally nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's the morning show where they need to kill time. Mm-hmm. And I saw that people were like, Amy Winehouse was a tragedy that, she, you know, it was such a tragedy. And it's the biggest tragedy going on in the world right now. And I kept seeing that in almost every feed. And I'm not talking about celebrities. Uh, celebrities do that. They go, oh, it's a tragedy. She's mm-hmm. a talent. Mm-hmm. It's a shame she couldn't help herself. Mm-hmm. Granted, they me. might know her personally. Now, some, or... And that, that's true. A lot of them might even know her or actually met her because that's how celebrities work. They might not know them, but they mm-hmm. met or whatever. And I, after seeing that in almost every goddamn feed, I just said, look, mm-hmm. sorry. Amy Winehouse is not a fucking tragedy. I will unfollow you if you keep saying that because it's not goddamn true. Mm -hmm. A tragedy would be she got herself clean and then naturally died of of complications to alcohol or drugs. Or it destroyed her kidney and she died of kidney. That would be a tragedy. Now, the tragedy of her talent being lost, I would say yes. But at the same time, people were saying it was the biggest tragedy in the world. And meanwhile, there was a terrorist bomb in Norway. And mm-hmm. that even pissed me off more. Right. And we lost about 10 to 15 followers from it. Yeah. Because, and, and one guy, and I can't find the tweet. I think he might have deleted it. But he called me, in particular, a dick. And he unfollowed me. He said, I'm unfollowing you. Yeah. You're such a dick for saying that. And I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry, but... You know, I think the loss of like 94 people or, or at the time was still rising. I think it was 79, but it was still rising right. until it passed 90 is more of a tragedy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sorry. You know, Anytime fuck, someone dies, it, it's sad. For a reason where they can't help help it. Right. You know, like a bombing or something like that or a terrorist attack, you know, unknown crash or something. Exactly. Um, that's a tragedy. Not, not someone that has that it's their fault that they are addicted to drugs and right. you know they are the one that are is purchasing the drugs and putting them into their body they are making that decision right well now let me ask you this because my line draws at this which is especially if no one knows about it mm-hmm. that it's something that you've been hiding and granted it might not have been for that long like i would consider heath ledger to be more of a, a little bit more of a tragedy than amy winehouse mm-hmm. only because no one really knew he was taking the drugs. Right. They knew that he was having problems sleeping. They, they publicly said doing the Joker role mentally messed him up mm-hmm. where he can't sleep. Right. Now, you can pinpoint from there that he started taking... But that was like, what, a four-month period? No. When he supposedly started getting hardcore into that, to sleeping yeah. pills, and then mm-hmm. he just took too much. Yeah. We don't, we don't really know. Yeah. So, or, or the Brittany Murphy thing was a tragedy in the simple fact that that was horrific that I mean it who happened. knows yeah I know what you mean it's like no one really knows 
if it was even real, if he really even had an addiction, if it was just an accidental right. overdose, because that happens. Because his wife and his friends even think that he had Where an addiction. Where everyone knows that Amy Winehouse is a drug addict. She and appeared Monday yeah. on the stage. She put, she put herself into rehab, didn't she? I think she did. I think she did, even though she has a song that says, no, go to rehab. Yeah. Well, that's no, the thing. No, she that, goes to rehab over and over again, and she would leave that for like a day or so. Or, or right, right. Th- she would make a, a statement that she's going to go, and then she doesn't fucking do it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm really, oh, it's like, I'm, I'll be honest about this. I would want no one for me to show pity if mm-hmm. I didn't diet or exercise or get this gastric bypass thing, and I ate myself to death. Right. I would. Would I want people to feel sad? Sure. But at the same time, would I want them to feel pity for me or think that's a tragedy? No. Mm-hmm. I fucking put the food in my mouth and I didn't stop doing it. I didn't mm-hmm. try to become healthier. Right. That's my fault. You know. So so I, I'm sorry. I, as someone who has their own weird little addiction, not as bad as drugs or alcohol, mm-hmm. I, but it can I, be. I, I no, it can. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't fucking feel sorry for you. Now the only one who didn't really know her but came out and said something very eloquent where he said it was a tragedy but he explained why he said that was uh, Russell Brand mm-hmm. and Russell Brand uh, if you get a chance uh, I'll post a link to it in our show notes but on his blog he said I never really knew Amy I met her but here's the thing it's a tragedy that we lost her talent and because I blew her off as just another wannabe singer that was mm. somehow making it popular and then I heard mm. her sing right. and she has beautiful vocal cords right. and that's a loss but the thing about addiction is you need to want to help yourself and she never wanted to do that mm-hmm. and so he right there right. and he goes you know what as someone who did fight drugs mm-hmm. I wanted to do that I wanted to help myself and it's sad the, the, tragedy, the real tragedy is that she did not want to help herself mm-hmm. now that I'm 100% with Right. And we lost some followers because I got mad and I literally went, I probably went on for like a 20 minute tweet rant mm-hmm. because literally everything I was seeing was, oh, poor Amy Winehouse, tragedy, right, tragedy. Right, right. And Norway was going from the top of the list down, down, down. And then it was literally next day, Amy Winehouse, Norway, nothing. Mm-hmm. And it, it infuriated me. And some people, now we do have some tweets and this is someone who's following us for a while. She's very big. She's a fan of the show and the Twitter feed. But she's like, um, well, I don't agree with that. I just want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But I'm pretty sure fate had because I'm pretty sure fate had other plans for her. And uh, I'm gonna wait until the to- toxology report gets leaked, <coughs> released, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, let yeah, let's do that. You know what? It's probably gonna say she's fucked up on drugs. Mm-hmm. Now I know that's cruel of me, or it's prejudgmental because again, I don't think they have released it yet. Yeah. But um, and, you know, when, the, when the evidence to me points that that Monday she was at her goddaughter's, because like, apparently she's helping produce her, or she was, producing her godfather's, uh, her music career, mm-hmm. did a live performance, tried to sing a song. Couldn't do it. Oh, no. She, she walked off the stage, and then her, her, her goddaughter finished the show, mm. the rest of her show. So, you know, I, I'm sorry to say that, uh, you know, it just made me mad. I'm sorry we lost some of you. If you still happen to listen to the show, because I said we'd talk about it then, and I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there you go. I'm really sorry that you guys don't. Uh, you know, some of you might not feel the same way, but I'm sorry. I've said it before. A podcast is a show based on opinions. Yes. And you know, if you don't want to 
listen to a show based on opinions and or if you don't want to watch a show that's you know what I'm trying to say right and there's there some people that actually agreed with agreed with me too by the way I don't want to make it all like uh, PJ I can't find her tweet but because um, she writes into us on, on, on Twitter a lot about mm-hmm. a lot of stuff um, I, I just you know yeah someone in, in our, our we do you stream someone in our chat uh, says face it she was an out of control train and at some point those trains derail and become train wrecks and that's true and you right. would hope that at that point they just said the, that now the yeah the derailing would be that she realizes it herself and she she crashes on her own but not crashes when she dies but sadly she died right. but i wouldn't call that a tragedy because of that cuz she was messed up and yeah. i think what 6 years 7 years yeah so but yeah so for those out there uh, if you if you feel different than, than than i or john you know I am willing to listen to your opinion because you know what I I am very open to this. Um, or if you have examples, you listen to our opinions. We will listen, listen to, your to yours opinion. exactly. And if you leave us a voice, man, we will play it on the show. Six one four three six four four zero eight eight, or email goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or uh, Twitter goodbaggeeky uh, is the Twitter icon. Or if you want to talk to John or Nate, John Batine B E T T I N or Giant Nate. <coughs> Excuse me. So those are some of our tweets regarding that. But, uh, yeah, which, and that sort of infuriated me for the bit. And even you were just like, they're idiots if they're going to stop following us because of that. Just because, I mean, yeah. you know, it's stupid to do that. And whatever. I, I think maybe I took a little bit too far saying I'm going to unfollow you. So I guess I did fire first in that regard. But it just made me mad. Um, some other tweets we got, because I, I get a lot of tweets from a lot of people. Uh, I guess you would call them regulars of our Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. and uh, But a lot of them are about uh, about Doctor Who. And I've not talked about this on the show, and I apologize. for those who listen to the show or might like Doctor Who, I apologize for all these years thinking that Doctor Who was the British version of Star Trek. And that might still be true. But it's is that a- what it is? Do you think it is? Well... AKA it was started in the sixties. Because I kind of it's a sci- feel that too. It's a science fiction. It's London based science fiction. Okay. Or, or UK based science fiction. Now, is it in a way? Sure. But the story, to me, is really cool. Um, because time travel is never a bad thing. And what they did with the second Doctor in the reboot mm-hmm. made it to me a lot more interesting. Which is David Tennant. Which for those who've seen, I think Harry Potter. Four, or no, Goblet of Fire. The guy who played, who remember he was impersonating Mad Eye Moody. Anyway, I'm done rambling about the great Doctor Who, but we might talk about him if I get caught up on newer episodes. Yeah. And uh, some point in the next month, I'm gonna put some stuff up on the website, like review of what I thought of each series, mm-hmm. pros, cons, and all that. And if you do like Doctor Who, but you're not 100% caught up, or you want to, it's on Netflix streaming, DVD, and speaking all- of Netflix, are yes. you? What what subscription do you have? Do you just have? I the just streaming? have streaming. Okay, you don't do the DVDs. No, do you do the DVDs? Yeah. What do you think about the price hike? And what is the price hike? I know it the was sixty percent up. Yeah, it's fifty percent basically because. Wait, what is it? I, I thought it was like sixty because wasn't it, it's like nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's nine ninety nine. Yeah, you're and right. Now they're I'm moving sorry. it up. No, it, you're fine. Yeah. Nine ninety nine for one DVD per, you know, one, cycle. Yeah. You you can only have one DVD out of time. And then um, streaming right. is what you are. What you have now. Now they're making it seven ninety nine for one DVD at a time, and seven ninety nine for streaming. 
So now it's it would be six bucks more a month. Which, oh my god, that's that to me is a little much. Which I don't know. I mean, do you guys like the DVD that much that you would pay? You're gonna you know pay it. Anyway? Honestly, we'll probably get rid of the streaming and just keep the DVD. Really? Because just most of the stuff on streaming, it just I mean there is some good stuff. Yeah. But a lot of this stuff is just we just. It's well, just I will not very say good, the streaming doesn't have all the newest stuff right away, but the yeah, DVD does. But. Right, where we like to watch, you know, the new stuff and, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. We just, we, we got to kind of think about it a little bit more. Oh, yeah. We, well, we might look into, we might good. look into um, Hulu. Either, either that or um, Amazon does a DVD streaming type thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much it costs. Um, even Blockbuster does a thing. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how much theirs costs. And, you know, who knows? I don't know. I've, I've heard things that, that you know, Netflix is getting so much complaint about this that they're going to kind of rethink their pricing. Which I hope they do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Which, to have a 60% markup is a little ridiculous. I think On so. Anything. Like, I can understand, like, a 15% or 10% even. Yeah. But yeah, sixty percent. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. get. The, I don't get that at all. Now, I mean, do I use? I, honestly, unless it's a TV show, like like I've been mm-hmm. with Doctor Who. Um, I mean, the whole point of I don't use streaming that much. Of packaging is to save the customer a little money, but you still are getting money from them. Where now they're probably going to lose people because or lose money because it's either going to be this or this. Right. You know, it's either nine ninety nine. Per customer, yeah, it's seven ninety nine for streaming, seven ninety nine for one DVD, or eleven ninety nine for two DVDs, and fifteen ninety eight for one DVD and streaming. Mm-hmm. That's from uh, from our from uh, Netflix. McMaddy in the room in our UStream chat. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't get the Netflix. And I sent you an article. We'll, we'll touch on this real. Oh no, there's something else I want to talk about. <laughs> um, because literally, it's the stupidest thing ever. But I'm happy about it. And oh please, I'll mention it real back. Okay. I don't watch the Jersey Shore. Did you hear about the Jersey Shore today? No. Abercrombie and Fitch is wanting to pay money. Oh God. No, no wait. Oh, oh no, no, no. You're gonna say oh God and then go oh thank you Christ. They want to pay the the act or maybe it's just the situation, but they want to pay everybody on the show to not wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, to not wear it. Yeah. Oh, good. It I damaged... thought I was gonna have to throw away my Abercrombie shirts. But yeah, they they will. They're going to. They Abercrombie wants to pay them to not wear their clothes. That's great. See, because you're going like, because I saw again Twitter yeah. trending topics. That's how I say on my news. And yeah. I, and I'm just like, why is Abercrombie? What fucking clothes yeah. for people that I, clothes First I can't wear? First, I think you're gonna say they're going to pay them to, to wear. wear shirts. Oh God! Just wear shirts in general, so you don't have to sit there and well, stare. Well, they at are it. stupid enough, probably. If someone says, "Well, I'll pay you money to wear shirts," yeah. But well, no, but then that would also might be a blessing too if anyone did that to them. Because no offense. That's what I mean. They have the time they walk sweetie, around baby, half naked. You, uh, I mean, I, I look I like an orange leprechaun. You look like an orange leprechaun, and you don't have a body <clears throat> that you should be flying about. And an Oompa Loompa. Yeah. You're you're a you're a fatty. You're a McFatty. Um. Nick's go to calling you that. And I'm calling you that. Now, see, again, I don't... <laughs> exactly. And I don't that was go flaunting... Yeah, it's not. It's it's true. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm looking good now. 
You, you do look I do. good. I you do lost, look very good. I lost a lot of weight. You do look really and good. And we'll discuss that on the podcast The Last Supper. Coming out this <laughs> Christmas. See, it's all coming together. Under G- GBG Presents. GBG Presents. Pre- presents, that's right. I got your back, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, w- I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was ridiculous. Santa Claus is going to bring you GBG Presents. Yay! You know what? We should totally do a... Hey! You're a fucking genius, man. We're going. I'm gonna, we're going to record. A, I'm going to write a promo on my on my. I have four day weekend this weekend. I want to do. I'm going to write a promo for that. And we're going. I swear to God, we're going to record it next time we do the All episode, right. and we'll get it out there to other podcasts. And whatnot. Right. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about. Yeah, I sent you the link. I sent you a link yeah. to it. Yeah. Let me get it out here. Yeah. It. It's. I think it's Andy H- Henderson or Hickerson. He is an exec at Disney. And he was doing a, a variety reported this. They Jesus, I mean, like I, the guy has brass balls because you know what? Iger's probably going to fight Bob Iger, the guy who runs this. He's like, goodbye, Andy, you're mm-hmm. fired. But uh, now, granted, he says what everyone's thinking, which is Alice in Wonderland is a shitty movie. Yeah. Um, did you ever finally see that? No. Good. Don't. It's it's bad. Um, <laughs> oh God. He pretty much says that he's talking about. He said the story isn't very good, but visual spec, but visual spectacle brought people in droves, and Johnny Depp didn't hurt. Right, and the other big thing is he's talking. Apparently, what started all this was the discussion of temple films. I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty ballsy for him to do that because mm-hmm. well, I remember after watching that movie, I'm like, and matter of fact, I think we I went on like rants for like two episodes on the show about how horrible that movie was besides Johnny Depp God love him he just couldn't save that movie yeah it was a bad movie aka watch Hook it's better um <laughs> and it's the same story uh alright yeah I, and, but, but he, he also said he's like if you think story is more important than spectacle it's bu- bullshit he says he actually says bullshit yeah and he says that all the top like tw- 12 uh, films or whatever are yeah no, and I disagree with that I think that that's not true um. Uh, yeah. People say it's all about story. When you're making tentpole films, bullshit. Exactly. And that to me, I'm like that right there. He practically the top, just the said top it's twelve all time domestic grossers and noted everyone is a spectacle film. Now yeah. the thing is, if you look at Box Office Mojo and and, and Ron Tomatoes that actually have the top twenty five grossing films. Alice in Wonderland is not twelve; it's twenty two. Mm. Um. And some of them. The thing is though, when I'm looking at that list, and is it really on there. Uh, the top 25? Yeah, it is in the top 25, sadly. Jeez. But uh, uh, SlashFilm.com has the article on it. Mm-hmm. And I will say that they have the list. I'm going to pull it up here real quick. Um, from Box Office Mojo. And, whoops, sorry. And a lot of the films, I think, have a decent mix of story. And even if I don't like them, like obviously Titanic is the number one. Personally, I think Titanic has a decent story to it. Is it one I want to watch over and over again? No. No. But, I mean, I do think that it has a decent story to it, uh-huh. considering it's a, a rom-com, or a dramatic rom-com, or yeah. no, it's just a dramatic... Dramatic rom. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Look at all those people dying. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, dead. <laughs> this is contrasting our Norway talk. There you go, people who really are mad at me for Amy Winehouse. Go after me for that. And Scar's still gay. Um, <laughs> okay, here it is. The, the box office mojo list. The top, uh, It's the top 25 is what they highlighted. 
It's, I'm sorry, Avatar. I'm sorry, James Cameron. Which movie did you not have as number one? Avatar, <laughs> I, I, sorry, I thought that had a horrible story. Yeah. Avatar, I didn't like it either. Precursor, so don't crucify me for that one too. Uh, Avatar, Titanic, The Dark Knight. Dark Knight had an awesome. excellent story. Star yeah, Dark Knight had a great story. Star Wars. Yeah. I don't like, I think the film's okay. <clears throat> it's not my favorite, but Shrek 2. Okay. I thought it had a decent story, considering it was a sequel. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. How's that not a good story? Okay, now, I don't... Star Wars Episode One. We'll bypass that one quickly. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, yeah. and we'll bypass that one quickly. Toy Story 3! Come on, that's a great story. Spider-Man, I thought, had a decent story. <laughs> okay, the second one is, is the better one, I think. Yeah. But that this is on the list, too. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, okay, I don't like, I don't agree with it. Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's okay. Now, episode three, Star Wars, it gets the story good at the end, but not yeah. really. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, yes. Come on. Spider-Man Great 2. Great story. Yes. Yeah. The Passion of the Christ, I don't really want to pop that movie in every I mean, but yeah. if you like the Bible, you like the story, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> if Death you're a Hallow- Christian, you like the story. Yeah. I, I mean, it kind of goes with it. Yeah. Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2. Uh, the end of the greatest movie saga probably ever done. Like, for, what, 10 years? Seven, eight <laughs> movies? Yeah. Jurassic Park? Come on, that's a great story. Transformers Dark of the Moon? Eh. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Okay, Finding awesome. Nemo. Jeez. Oh, okay, we're going to bypass Spider-Man 3. We're going to bypass Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Forrest Gump, The Lion King, and then we're going to bypass Shrek the Third. Those are the top 25 real domestic grossing okay. films. Now, out of all those, let's say about seven of those of 25 do not have good story. Right. The rest of them have a decent story or just in a beyond... They're, it's a fucking great story. What the hell is your damage, buddy? Now, he, I might agree with him in terms of from year to year. Mm-hmm. I will agree with him there. But yeah, God. So I thought that was interesting, and especially since that was a shitty movie, and you know, there are shitty movies in the summer sometimes. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. So that's you have anything else you want to add? Or, nah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you're if you're intrigued by GBG presents, follow us on Twitter. That won't be really updating until the show starts really all the shows start really cooking. Mm-hmm. But uh, GBG or Facebook.com forward slash GBG podcast. Vote on the Futurama title. Um, help contribute to that. We, and, you know, seriously, if you want that good news, everybody, it's still losing, but not by much. Turn the tide. Um, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com is our email. 614-364-4088 is our voicemail. If you've seen a movie, TV show, or anything we talk about and you want to just talk about it, we'll, we'll play it on the show. We're mm-hmm. not shy. Um, or if you just miss Nathan, dear Lord. I mean, we won't, we won't understand why, but uh, just... <laughs> sorry, Nate. Why do I... He's not going to listen. Uh, <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. He won't. But yeah, go ahead and write us in. And uh, Twitter, Good Bad Geeky. John is John Batine, B-E-T-T-I-N, and Giant 8, Giant 8, no spaces. No H in my in the name either. Yeah, just, yeah, J-O-N. J-O-N. Yeah, good point. All right, so, uh, oh yeah, and also, uh, I hopefully, I'm going to be on, uh, for those who are listening to our show who are fans of Bob's Boneyard, there, he does a podcast called Dork Trek. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Star Trek Next Generation, and they review and talk about the show. I might be on the episode that records this Saturday, which will be out in the next week or so. 
So, which by the time this probably posts. So, check out that when I post. Follow Twitter. And, uh, and yeah, follow John. Give him, help him give some Twitter prowess. I want some, I want some tweeters. He wants some tweeters, man. <laughs> show him your papers and he'll start tweeters. I'll show you my tweet sack. Tweet sack. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Tweet sack day. Tweet, tweet sack day. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's tweet sack day. <laughs> TalkSuperstation.com. Internet's Talk Superstation. The Cockroach. Thanks for tuning in for the first time. We hope you'll, you'll come back again if we play again. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Until next episode. Bye. Bye. Something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?